Hey guys, welcome. Uh, welcome to The Drive. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. We're going over some verses having to do with struggles, how to deal with them, how to get through them, how to trust the Lord in them. And the scripture I want to share today is 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 25 to 27, which says, Three times Paul, the Apostle Paul, said, Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. And night and day I have been in the deep, in journeys often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of my own countrymen, in perils of Gentiles, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among the false brethren, in weariness and toil, in sleepless often, sleeplessness often, in hunger and thirst and fasting often, in cold and nakedness. Wow. That's a pretty extensive list, right? But the Apostle Paul had a pretty extensive list when it came to when it when it came to hardships, when it came to what he went through, not in spite of the gospel and the truth, but what he went through because of the gospel and the truth. He went. It seems like he went through it all. Now, the only person that I can think of who suffered more was Jesus in the courtyard on the cross, but. The Apostle Paul suffered. He knew what the word persecution meant. He went through it all. And I look at that and I go, are you kidding? That list would have been shorter if he stopped preaching Christ and Him crucified. That list would have been shorter if he said, I'm done with affliction, I want comfort. I don't want to get hurt anymore. I want to just lay low. That list would have been shorter if he stopped living for Christ. But you know what? He didn't. He didn't stop living for Christ. So the list is long. But you know what's amazing? Is that he gloried in his tribulations because he knew who it was for. He knew what name he was living for and that's Jesus and that makes all the difference doesn't it I mean think about all those things he went through and you're like how did he persevere like how did he keep going I mean think about the fact that when he was writing the churches many of the churches he was in the dungeon it wasn't even a prison like a modern day prison with concrete and everything it was a deep dark dungeon in the ground There was no toilet. Like, it was bad. But as he wrote those letters, and as you read those letters that he wrote from prison, right? The prison epistles. You don't see a guy who is whining and complaining and saying, this all sucks. This is horrible. Hey, I can't believe I'm here. He doesn't say any of that. You wouldn't have known he was in prison. You would have thought... You know, he was on an amazing uh, vacation or a a cruise, relaxing, because he was so joyful. And it's like, what? So even in the prison, even in dungeon, even in those deep, dark times, he wrote those letters full of hope and joy and love and faith and what? It's amazing, right? That... We're not, our attitude isn't dictated by what we're going through or things that we see. Our joy doesn't come because of something good that happened today. 
Now, it might make us happy. It might be like, oh, praise God. But our joy comes from above. Our joy comes from God. Our joy and our hearts of worship and praise and adoration comes from the Lord. That's where our good attitude should come from, right? Because if we if we let outward circumstances dictate our heart and how we are, we're going to be miserable a lot. People are going to look at us and go, hey, Eeyore, <laughs> like, how, how's it going, downer? But I would say the Apostle Paul is an example of how to have a great attitude through atrocious times. That's what he had, right? An amazing attitude through major trials. It was only because of the Lord. I mean, think about how the Apostle Paul was before that. He did have an attitude, but it wasn't a good one. He, did, he for sure had no joy, as recorded in Scripture. He was zealous, he was passionate, but his passion was misdirected and he was angry. He was fuming. He was mad. He had no peace, he had no rest in his heart. Christ changed all that. So he was still zealous, he was still passionate, but it was now directed towards Jesus. And that made all the difference. Made all the difference. Guys, so as you're going through it, you're gonna face stuff, you're gonna face things today, probably. Know that joy is from the Lord. The fullness of joy is from from above, from God. No other place will give us lasting, and that's, that's the key, lasting. That's the key word, lasting joy. You can have temporary joy because something good happened. Maybe you got a bonus at work. Maybe your kids behave like all day and were just super respectful. <laughs> Maybe whatever. Maybe something good happened. Maybe someone paid your bills. I don't know, but you can be happy because of that. But those are temporary things, right? Those are temporary things. But the joy and the peace that we have, the permanent joy and peace, it comes from Jesus always. And sometimes our persecutions, our difficulties, our hardships come from actually having faith. And that's okay. Because even Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount said, Blessed are you when they revile you and persecute you. It's actually a blessing. Now the world doesn't understand that. They think it's weird. They think it's strange. But don't count it strange when you fall into fiery trials because it's going to produce patience, perseverance. And I think that Paul was an excellent example of that. And you know, even he said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. He didn't say imitate me because I'm the one to follow. No, he said imitate me as I imitate Jesus. Such a good example, right? May we be those examples. May our attitude and our joy and our heart be uh, elated may our countenance be lifted as we look to Jesus for every ounce of our joy amen well God bless you guys I hope that encouraged someone and we'll talk to you next time